Hi there, I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Hello there, and welcome in for another episode of the Motherhood Merged podcast. I'm your host, Erin Kraber. If you're tuning in when this episode first is going live, it is early March, and this month has been full of celebrations and recognitions of Women's History Month. March is always a really fun time at our house. We have many birthdays, including my brother, myself, and my youngest daughter. We also love a good St. Patty's Day celebration and the NCAA basketball tournament. It always feels like there's something to celebrate this month, which always makes it go by way too fast. This week, I've enjoyed the many brands and businesses sharing great content on social media in celebration of Women's History Month and International Women's Day. If you followed me on social media, you saw that I shared my own more personal intentions for celebrating International Women's Day. Back in 2019, I decided to become part of the solution to a problem I was up against. As a working mom of two daughters, I didn't feel like I could find enough resources on issues I was facing. Yes, I could search for online articles, advice, or read different parenting books, but I felt like a lot of them weren't really grounded in my reality. They, they didn't really relate to the struggles that I was facing. That's when I got interested in this idea of building a community for mothers, a place and space for honest conversations and judgment-free experience sharing. I wasn't looking to recreate any wheels. I just wanted to find other women who were like me and to connect in an honest and authentic way. I loved it, and I learned a ton about community building and even more about issues that mothers of all ages and stages were facing. That initial effort has since evolved into my brand solutions business and, of course, this podcast. My mission of community building and providing a resource to women, specifically mothers, is still the same. But one thing has really stuck out to me over the last three years, and I think now is a great time to really dive into it. At some point in my efforts, this one thought came to me, and I just haven't been able to ignore it. It's always there in my subconscious and honestly has really sparked a lot of really great conversations. It's this idea that motherhood is really hard, but many of us have this innate skill or have been conditioned to make it look easy. So the question I started asking myself is, what would it look like if it were easy? Seems like a really simple question, right? What would your life look like if you let things be easy? I really want to dive into it over the next couple of episodes of the Motherhood Merge podcast. Today, we will talk about this in terms of motherhood, and then next week, I will focus on it in terms of business and brand building, because I don't think it's a simple question with a simple answer. I've spent a lot of time sitting with it, and my hope is that this podcast will spark you to do the same. Now, this might be a little bit of tough love, but I think it's important to ask these deeper questions around your mom life and your conditioning. I really feel inspired to create a reality check moment. 
to be that person that looks at you and tells you the truth, your mirror, if you will, to reflect some honesty from one mother to another. And because I think there's some truth to the idea that you can talk about what you need to learn about most. So let's dive in and I'm going to start with a big, bold statement. It's what I've uncovered when I think about the overwhelm and difficulties of managing all the components of motherhood. At the end of the day, the only person who thinks you must do all the things and be all the things is you. That's right. I said it. Let it sink in. And I said it because it's taken me a long time to figure this out, even longer for it to really sink in. Now, still, I struggle to remember it and accept it as truth when the overwhelm of life gets me down. 11 years into this motherhood journey, and I need a constant reminder. A reminder that the pressure that gets me down is because I put it there. I see or hear or read things about parenting, and I compare. I compare myself and quickly pick out shortcomings. I see the to-do list that feels so long. Are your kids counting on you? Is your partner counting on you? Is your employer counting on you? Does the school, baseball team, dance studio, piano teacher, babysitter count on you? The answer to all of these questions is, of course, yes. But do you know what else? It doesn't have to be hard all of the time. It doesn't have to feel hard. Not all of them count on you to the same degree, and not every one of them counts on you at the exact same time. I'm convinced we have superhuman abilities and strengths. Things like super hearing and a ridiculous capacity to remember 10 schedules at once. We can do anything, but what we can't do is everything. You can do anything, but you can't do everything. So what would happen if you committed to making things easier on yourself in your mom life? If you are a busy woman who spends a lot of time on her feet, then let me tell you about Rothy's. Rothy's are comfortable and cute shoes that are sustainably made. They offer flats and sneakers in a variety of styles that are perfect for work or with a pair of jeans. Now, I'll be honest and say that I was a little surprised at the price tag at first, but I went with the simple pointed toe black flats, and I have yet to purchase another pair of black flats since. They are comfortable, durable, and even machine washable. I've had mine for over two years now, and they still look brand new. Take $20 off your first pair of shoes from Rothy's when you visit AaronKraber.com forward slash podcast. Your feet, your back, and the environment will thank you. I want to share a couple of examples that I think will help illustrate the ways in which you might be making things harder on yourself. I learned that I was doing some of these things completely unintentionally, and I was suffering for it. I truly hope that these examples resonate with you because this is how the light bulb clicked for me. If you are a mom with babies or can think back to when you were in the baby season of life, tell me what was your response when someone you trust offered to hold your baby? Did you hand him or her over so you could eat your dinner with two hands or take a nap or get in a quick shower? Or did you decline the offer in exchange for suffering through? eating your meal with that baby on your hip, or perhaps taking them out of the restaurant instead of sitting down to enjoy your meal. Another good one, if you have older kids, is how you approach a kid's school project. If your child comes home with a project they need to complete in return, do you let them do it on their own, in their own timeline and in their own way? 
Or do you get involved with Pinterest, craft store runs, and extra hours yourself so your child turns in the project that is the best possible reflection of you? And one that really hit home for me is how do you react when your husband or maybe a partner or your family offers you an opportunity for a break? They offer to take the kids to the park so you can have a couple hours to yourself. Do you say yes or do you say no, that's not necessary? When you think you must do everything with a certain level of suffering, ask yourself, why do you feel this way? I hate to break it to you, but there is no award provided to the mother who is the most selfless or who faces the largest number of challenges. There is no special recognition for the mom who is the busiest. Has your partner asked you to do all these things? Has your child asked you to do it all and do it all right at this very moment? I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that the answer is no. You are telling yourself to do all these things and to do them all at once while doing 10 other things and thinking of 14 other things because if you don't do these things, who will? And if you don't do them right now, when will you do them? And you set a crazy high standard for yourself. So breathe. That's what my partner says to me. He can actually hear me thinking at night when I should be sleeping. He can hear my wheels turning and me piling things onto my to-do list for the kids and for the family. I am really good at overcomplicating things. He has been my mirror without me even knowing. He does his share and even more than his share at times because he's my partner and it's the right thing to do. But even that can't always stop the overwhelm motherhood brings. His reminders definitely help. Although I didn't always see it as help. In fact... Uh, many an argument launched over the to-do list in my head and how worked up I can get over it. And he'll ask me, who is telling me I have to do all these things right now? And I stop and think. And I just have to admit that it's me. He's not asking or telling me. It's just me and my mom brain talking it all out in my head and creating problems to solve. Problems that aren't truly there. Earlier this year, a mentor of mine shared this piece of advice with me. And I'm going to share it with you because it's been a major catalyst in my efforts to simplify and let motherhood be easy. She told me that just because I am good at solving problems doesn't mean that everything has to be a problem. Now I'm going to repeat that for the ladies in the back. Just because you are good at solving problems doesn't mean everything has to be a problem. So let me serve as your reminder. No one is asking you to do it all and to do it all right this second. You can take the steps to let things be easy, enjoy the simple things, stick to the basics, and adjust your expectations if you need to. Since I focused on this area of my life, I can honestly say that I have made improvements. I've let the kids handle their own school projects, and I've said yes more times than I've said no when my husband gives me the gift of a kid-free afternoon, and I've learned how to do it without that guilt that comes when it feels like things are just a bit too easy. Moms and mom blogs get a bad rap for social media rants and memes about the struggles of parenthood. Obviously, the struggle is real had to start somewhere. Maybe it was a mom, maybe it wasn't. But it is real. Everyone has things they find challenging, and there are difficult things at different times in everyone's life. Mom or not, male or female, young or old. But oftentimes for high-achieving and passionate mothers, the person truly responsible for the pressure from the struggles you feel weighing down on you is you 
And I just have to tell you, you determine how much you can handle. And you determine what needs to be done now versus what can be delegated to someone else. If not someone else, then delegated to another day or week, another month. You determine how hard or easy life needs to be. I'm a working mom of two, so I tell you this because I constantly have to tell it to myself over and over again. All these thoughts and opinions are out there about what motherhood and parenting should look like. The only opinion that needs to matter is yours. You can do anything for your family, for yourself, for your career, and more, but you cannot do everything, and you cannot do it all at once. If you choose to make it easy, you will take care of that for yourself. Tune in to next week's episode for more on how this idea of letting things be easy relates to business and your professional life. And I hope you'll take some time to really think about this conversation and share what comes up for you when I say, let this be your permission slip to let it be easy in motherhood. Let me ask you a question. Are you the best kept secret in your town? You are the thing that makes your business, product, or service unique not what you do or how you do it. Start telling people about who you are and watch your connections grow. Connections that lead to an engaged audience and more customers. Not sure what I mean? Or not sure if this applies to you or your business? I can help. And this month, I'm opening up some free brand audit sessions. Spend 30 minutes telling me about who you are and what you do, and I'll give you an easy-to-follow and customized plan for the critical next steps. If you own a business or provide a service, I am talking to you. Visit AaronKraber.com to schedule your free audit call today. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merged. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I love putting it together. If you want to know when new episodes drop, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically there and ready to enjoy. And if you want to help the show grow and reach more women who can benefit from hearing what I share, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Super easy. Take a screenshot, post to your stories with a key takeaway or two, and don't forget to tag me at Aaron underscore Kraber, and I'll be sure to shout you out in return. Until next time, stay sane, my friends.